All right, we are here at the Phoenix Sessions podcast with Neil Kroc. I'm your host, Neil Kroc, and I have an exciting guest that I am uh, super stoked about having on here today. He's one of my my best friends in life. Uh, We've worked together for almost coming up on a decade, and just an incredible friend, but an incredible life story, and that's Kyle Smith. So Kyle, thanks for coming on today. I really appreciate your time, man. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I'm just going to jump right in. Um, you know, uh, for those, just a little bit of summary about Kyle. So uh, he's such an infectious, life loving, just incredible, uh, gratitude filled person in life. But, uh, and if you met Kyle, everybody that's met him just knows him. Uh, just people gravitate to him, people love you. Uh, and uh, it's always as exciting to be around. Kyle's one of those guys that will always make you laugh, just make you smile, and just bring so much energy to the room. But uh, has an incredible life story. So Kyle and I have known each other since since we were probably maybe four or five years old. Grew up together. Uh, you know, played travel baseball um, growing up. Played against each other in college baseball, and, and then kind of grew on different paths. Uh, went far away and. And Kyle's story, just to summarize, I'm going I'm to turn it over to you, Kyle, but Kyle's story is a story of, of being at just an extreme dark past of, of that he'll tell you about with uh, being a drug addict and, and going through a, a hard path and, and, and basically almost losing his life on multiple times uh, going through, through just uh, those struggles of life and, and a rehabilitative past to now being at a part of life where he is thriving, succeeding. Uh, he's basically an upper management of, of a national commercial construction company um, and just absolutely killing it in life and, and super successful. And, and I know, Kyle, we were at your house yesterday um, for a little bit and, and just we had moments we were sitting around just saying, man, just so much to be grateful for in your life with your family, yeah. just just everything you have and, and just, just the path. And we were having that little moment of reflection about, can you imagine 15 years ago where you were at a point in life? And, and I'll, I'll turn it over to you in a second, but, but you were talking about literally sleeping on concrete floors in a basement to all of a sudden now just, I mean, you are just absolutely killing it in life. And so um, just jumping right in, and I have a lot of questions I want to ask you about your journey and about kind of your outlook and how you've overcome so much in life. But but give me a little bit of background about just, just some of the your uh, struggles you started out in life and your journey and, and all that type of stuff, just to fill in the, yeah, fill in the audience. Um, super excited to be here. I really appreciate it. Uh, like you said, concrete floors, but don't forget there were fleas down there too. It was a, a <laughs> flea infested room uh, with concrete floors. Um, yeah, uh, really appreciate you having me on, man. Always, uh, look forward to time that we get to spend together. Um, and, uh, yeah, appreciate the introduction. Um, but you know, like you said, growing up playing ball, uh, always had like an identity, you know, and Mm -hmm. identity was found within doing that and being successful at playing baseball. And, um, you know, spending my time devoted to the craft of working out and training and trying to get better. Um, and, you know, luckily, uh, you know, was able to obtain, a, you know, a scholarship to play and went to play junior college my first two years and uh, transferred from there to, uh, to Belmont Abbey up in, in Belmont, North Carolina. Um, and that's probably, man, when things kind of started 
you know, taking a, a turn in the wrong direction, if you would, uh, my freshman year of, of junior college, um, you know, that's when I was informed that my parents were, were going to be, you know, going through separation and ultimately a divorce. Um, and, you know, I would say for me, I had always internalized stuff. Um, and, you know, I could take, you know, these things that I was internalizing um, and, you know, kind of release them through baseball and through training and, and just d doing things to kind of, you know, not have to focus on the negatives that were impacting my life. Um, so finished up, you know, had, had a great successful, you know, a couple of years there in, in Tennessee and then left and went to Charlotte. And at that point, man, I mean, you know, looking back um, on these situations, it's so easy to see now um, where things really kind of drifted off. And I was still doing the, you know, the stuff that I needed to do to be successful in my mind. For, for but I wasn't doing the extra stuff, you know. Yeah. Man, I was always, had previously, I was always, you know, in the gym outside of, mandatory workouts and, and in the cages and just trying to get better, man. And just kind of, you know, putting a focus on that stuff. Um, and what kind of derailed me, um, was that I had found alcohol and okay. really kind of started, you know, using that to, to numb myself. I mean, growing up, man, I was, like I said, my identity was, was baseball. It was never partying and, and, you know, doing, you know, rebellious things, um, you know, you know, my, my past, I've, I've done some crazy stuff, but that was never, you know, really the direction well, uh, that I wanted to go. Well, I was, I was say, I mean, just to, just to jump right into, cause I'd love to pick your brain more, you know, not, not too much on how on the, on the negatives, but, uh, I mean, yeah. I know you, you jumped in hardcore to alcohol. I, I know. Yeah. Uh, and you said that was a, a nasty spiraling path at which then eventually grew into a, a lot of marijuana use. Right. Um, and, and then, you know, I know, I think it eventually led into cocaine and other hard drugs. Right. Oh yeah, man. I mean, it was, you know, a, a common term, I, I guess you would say is just like a garbage disposal, right? Like, yeah. anything and everything, whatever it was. Um, I mean, you know, there were, there were certain things where I said, I can't do that because like, that's what addicts do. Mm. Uh, you know, like IV type drugs and, you know, shooting mm. up heroin and, um, mm. you know, just stuff that in my mind, I was not an addict if I didn't right. do those things. Like I wasn't living under a bridge homeless somewhere. Um, right. you know, I had a roof over my head. Um, but, yeah, you, you know, but but looking it, back, you but looking back though, you you were definitely. I mean, from our talks and stuff, I mean, you were definitely obviously an addict. You just were oh, absolutely to everything, no doubt, no doubt. Um, and and how, how long did you live? I mean, how long would you say you lived like this lifestyle where you were, you know, obviously abusing, you know, hard drugs and and you know, really spiraling out of control, as you've told me. I mean, yeah, it was a good long. seven or eight years, man. You know, and and through that looking back so right like like through through the through the lens of you know looking back on this stuff um it's really easy to see now the hurt and the pain and you know all these other things that i had that i had no 
way to cope with. Like my coping ability was, it, it did not exist. Mm -hmm. um, my coping was to try to numb myself to do these things uh, that would ultimately negatively impact my life. Um, and, you know, involved in, in acts, you know, I, horrific, you know, um, you know, motorcycle accident that I was involved with in Texas. Sure. Um, you know, drunk and high and, you know, just being stupid. Um, and, you know, to look back on these things, man, and see how they've orchestrated, you know, through like, you know, this divine intervention to be orchestrated to get me to where I'm at today. You know, like you said, man, it was, you know, the, the point that I'm at in my life now and, and to look back and, and, you know, think that these things were ultimately a reality at one point is crazy. You know, I think, yeah. what? Like I did that or I, you know, I, and, and you live through these things, man, and, and you replay them in your mind and you're like, you know, it could be, it, 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 it puts you in this weird kind of funk, man. Like I, I could never imagine myself. You know, I'm sitting here actually at my wife's desk at the house. She has a picture of our girls, you know, yeah. and like that. I mean, dude, that is the most awesome part of my life is my wife yeah. and my kids. And, yeah. you know, I try to live, um, you know, as a man of God in a selfless life, like for them to the best of my ability. Um, but at one point, man, to just think about how selfishly I was living you know, the things that I was doing, the, yeah. how it was negatively impacting my life. You know, I, I'm, I'm so fortunate for, for the grace of God and his favor in my life to get me to where I am today. And I don't think without going through those things and experiencing them that I would be here today. Um, so, you know, it's all just kind of trust in the yeah. plan. Yeah, um, I mean, you said, I, I don't want to cut you off, but you almost something that just jumped right in is like the the path you've been on. And I mean, like I said, it, I know all the details, you know, and I know we're trying to summarize it up quick, but, but yeah, I mean, I think it would be fair to say of, I mean, like I said, you've told me that you, you've had multiple cases. You thought you were OD and, and this is the last bit you're about to die, you know, or, or your motorcycle accident, you know, just being crazy as you told me. Um, oh, yeah, man. I mean, one, at one point I had 911, you know, on my phone. And I'm sitting there trying to justify in my mind, like, I'm not going to be that crazy person that's calling myself, <laughs> you know, but dude, I, I, I could feel myself like just, you know, OD and man, and woke well, up, you know, at one point later and, um, you know, was basically just on the living room floor by myself, you know, and that's the thing, man, when you look back at all these things, all these moments, you're, you're by yourself, like, mm. You've totally isolated. You secluded yourself. I mean, I thrive, man, off of like now, off off being around, you know, you and and my sure. family and Beck and the girls and and just you know having positive influences in your life that can really, um, you know, help, you know, right, in, in getting through these things and. Um, you know, at that point, man, it's, it's just about seclusion and isolation and, and, uh, you know, it's just funny. being by yourself. Yeah. It's funny you say that, and you, you know, with my story, I've, I've, I've had some, my own difficult times over the, over the past years or whatever. And it is that man, when you isolate yourself, there's sometimes that I feel like it's good 
when you're in a good state to say, Hey, you know what? I need to become comfortable with myself. I need mm-hmm. to become, you know, I'm going to find my strength and find strength right now. And maybe not finding acceptance knows, but just that, that time of peace, that be still moments myself. But for the most part, when you isolate and you just sit in darkness, man, it, it, it can get you, you know, and man, that's what exactly what you said. I mean, it's darkness, you know, the things that you've gone through in your life. And to think about, you know, situations where you're you're isolating, you know, those are moments of positivity and growth for you, right? To where you're getting in the word and you're reading and you're working out and you're finding yourself in prayer and you're just spending like time with yourself. And, you know, I'm looking to spend time with myself exactly like you said in darkness, man, and drinking and using and, you know, doing all the things that you could do to you know, to kill yourself. Um, and you're here trying to kind of grow and build and and uplift. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, for me, I I had to, it is taking a ton of intentionality to say, all right, I know what good tools, you know, I've been through a lot of counseling, uh, you know, myself over the last couple of years and and using those tools, right. You put, you were actually the one that recommended me with some stuff, you know, a couple mm -hmm. years ago. Um, I've learned what tools in my life work for me and are positive for me that even if I don't want to do them, I know they're going to put me in a good state. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so for me, I mean, you know, honestly, man, nothing's better than going to church on Sunday, right. Just getting That's around great. positive, uplifting people, but you know, working out exercise diet, that's been huge for me. Um, you know, having good quality friends like you and, and one of our best friends, uh, Brock, you know, I mean, just guys that have been there for me, just having those people that, they're going to encourage you and getting away from those toxic people or those shallow people. So it's having those, those tools you've always taught me. And, and, and so many that, you know, it's just, I've tried to make them cues, but it does take intentionality to say, Hey, I'm not going to sit here in sorrow. I'm going to get up off my butt. Like, I don't want to do this, this positive thing or work on this, but I know if I do it, it's going to, it's going to help my state of mind. So I'm going to do what I know is good for me. I'm going to, I'm going to, choo- I'm going to choose a good habit over a bad. You know, um, quite, quite yeah, absolutely, man. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, you know, I think that, you know, obviously surrounding yourself with those people. I mean, you know, looking back, you know, I think I've told you before, I've had a half dozen interventions, you know, mm-hmm. with with my family and my mom and my siblings and my dad. And, you know, the ultimate, you know, final straw for me was, you know, when they, they pulled my grandmother in. Right. And yeah. got her involved. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, we've always been so tight, man. I mean, growing up, um, right. you know, my family is so tight, regardless of the situation with my parents. You know, they're extremely close still. I mean, they still communicate. They have a great relationship. Uh, I mean, for, you know, the, the situation, it's probably the best you could ask for. But, um, you know, to have that support and to have those friends and to have the family, um, yeah, man, it's tough to look back and, you know, to think about the, the things that I've done to them and the things that I've put them through and, and friends, you know, it took a long yeah. time man, to really rebuild that trust and those relationships. Um, but man, you know, if you find, you know, those good, positive things and people in your life, I mean, there's nothing better than that, man. 
You know, it's funny, you, you answer a lot of the questions I had kind of wanted to ask you already, but, you know, something I wanted to ask you was, you know, what was the hardest part? You know, you go from serious drug addict, you know, at the end of your life almost in your younger years to now thriving family man, just amazing husband, amazing father, amazing in business, um, just, you know, so successful and, and doing well, just amazing member of the community. So when you look back, you know, what was the hardest part of realizing you had issues or you needed help? Yeah. So I think in my mind, you know, the things that I was doing, uh, you know, the people that I would, my friends, you know, quote unquote friends were doing the same thing, you know, so um, attracting the people, you know, in my life um, that are kind of into the same kind of nonsense is I think easy justification to continue doing what you're doing. Um, but, you know, luckily, man, I, I did in, in all that chaos, I did have some true friends, you know, that had voiced their concern and kind of what is going on. Um, you know, you need to get help. You know, this is not normal to be doing cocaine in the middle of the week, you know, every night um, type thing. Um, and, uh, you know, for me, it, I think that I finally reached a point because man, I grew up in church. I knew of God. I went to Christian school, you know, but I never, you know, my, my relationship with the Lord today is leaps and bounds from what it was when I thought I had a relationship, you know, and I remember, man, being super just zooted out of my mind high. And I was trying to pray. Like I would really? try to have conversations with the Lord. Like, man, this is not what I want. This is not what I need in my life. You know, but at that point, man, the devil is like winning the battle. And he's got right. such a grasp on what's going on. And I think that, you know, Ultimately, my family and their persistence and then just this, you know, intrinsic, this is not right. You know, there's something more for my life. The, you know, the Lord has something better than this. Um, and that's kind of what it was, man. I remember thinking, I can't do this every day. I cannot right. wake up every single day and continue to do this. I mean, yeah. I was so down. I was so depressed. I was so just anxious about everything. Um, and then, like I had mentioned before, ultimately having that conversation with my grandmother and seeing yeah. her kind of break down, she said, you need help. Um, yeah. that was I your did. breaking point. Oh yeah, yeah man. I, I, and at that point I got to say, man, I was, I was pretty much all in because That's awesome. I knew that I could kind of leave this life. And I don't say this lightly, man. Like I knew that I could leave my past behind. Mm -hmm. Um, but without my family, like there's a lot of people in my situation that don't have the family and the resources that I have, you know, mm -hmm. I'm come, I, you know, we're not some, you know, super duper, you know, rich family, but I mean, we're, you know, we're okay. And, and, you know, my family wanted to make sure that they did whatever they needed to do that I got the, the resources that I needed at the time to get better. Yeah. Yeah. And there's people out there, man, that are struggling that don't have that. Um, well, well you know, something 
something you something you said is like you know I'm a I'm a big Dave Ramsey nut. I always love love oh, yeah. Dave Ramsey and all that type of stuff. And he always has a moment when he talks about people with you know a lot of times it gets related to financial, but we've talked about that. It's that I've had it moment, you know. And mm-hmm. and sometimes I mean, gosh, I, I feel like I have that moment with a lot of things. But it's like mm-hmm. you're not gonna change. You've told me this. It's like nobody can change you for you. No matter how much people around you wanted you to change, you weren't going to do it until you wanted the change yourself. And you said it was like, that was like the moment where you're like, I've had it. Mm -hmm. I am done. I've had it. I'm never going back there again. And it's like, that's kind of, as I hear you tell your story, it just reminds me of of that kind of, that theme line, you know? Um, T- tell me, tell me a little bit about, you know, the shift in your mindset, you know, back then how you were, but, but, you know, and how you beat it and, and getting better now, like your mindset nowadays, I mean, what drives the mindset you have that just kind of keeps you, keeps you strong, uh, you know, the daily habits in your life. I mean, talk about your mindset now, nowadays. Yeah, man. So I think that it's easy for me to kind of, even though it feels like it was, you know, forever ago, it's easy for me to remember like what that was like in those feelings. And, um, you know, compared to where I'm at today, and like I said, I mean, my wife, you know, an an amazing wife, man, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, super supportive, uh, amazing, beautiful wife or two girls. Um, And, you know, I think that, like you said, there's nothing keeping me sober except myself, Um, you know, I could love them and want to be the best that I can be for them all the time. And of course that has something to do with it, but my wife's not going to do it. My kids aren't going to do it. My family's not going to do it. It's something that I have to want for myself. And I wake up every day, man, Beck and I were watching, uh, um, you know, Ricky Bobby the other day. (laughs) And just like when he wakes up in the morning, man, and pisses excellence, you know, (laughs) you know, I, 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 it it sounds funny, right? But that's the approach I want to have. Um, to each day, to, to really, you know, taking each day, being grateful for each day, taking each day as a gift and an opportunity, you know, to get better, to uh, learn, to grow. Because um, what I was doing before was just such this vicious, repetitive, monotonous cycle um, of nothing. And right. you know, I think that, that that, you know, ultimately drives me is my family and and all that but at the end of the day man i mean you and i talk about it all the time your personal relationship with your lord and savior um is will always trump everything it should um so you know it's it's so important for me to really put a focus and emphasis if 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 things are okay in that aspect of my life Everything else seems to be doing a lot better. You know, when Beck and I are having issues that we're having and I'm being short with the girls and I'm stressed out about work and, you know, all these kind of external factors, um, you know, I, I, I can look back and see what's going on. And, and I see that I'm probably lacking in my prayer time and my getting into the word and my fellowship with my brothers, um, you know, so I think that that it's extremely important, man, for me to really put a focus and an emphasis on that 
Um, and then just trying to be the best that I can be, man. Just, just yeah. like in all aspects of my life. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing is like, I hope people that listen, you know, I don't want them just to hear say, Hey, I'm not a, I'm not a drug addict. I'm not an alcoholic. So this isn't for me. I mean, what you're talking about, that mind shift, that mindset, I mean, it, it's, it's for everybody. It's that mindset for, for anyone, any walk of life. You know, I, I've been through, you know, obviously losing, losing my family through, through a divorce and, and situations like that. And um, just everybody has their battles. I mean, nobody, nobody's above it. Nobody's, you know, everybody has that daily struggle. And I, I didn't think you'd drop, you know, a theologian like uh, Ricky Bobby and piss and excellence, but I love how you just said, you know, Hey, I'm going to wake up with that mindset and I'm going to get after it. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to take on the world. And I know I've seen you do that, but like I said, even for the ordinary, the, the house mom or, or the, the school teacher or the coach or the business person or salesperson, uh, whatever, um, you know, you don't have to be, a, you know, like I said, I, you know, I know me and you are, are people of faith um, and not everybody is, but it's that it's that mindset shift is like, hey, I want more. You know, I, I want I want more out of myself. Like you said, I wrote down that you said just just learning to grow more daily. And, you know, you know, we all need that time for rest, but it's that desire for growth that kind of keeps you, keeps you going and, and, and keeps you, uh, you know, driving. Do you, do you have any, uh, you know, any habits that you've learned to build into your life um, just daily at all or, or, or weekly that just kind of to help you stay strong, you know, through the, you know, the struggles you went through um or just just habits that your cues in your life at all or anything like that that comes to your mind yeah you know i think that obviously um you know things that you know are, are i guess you could say habitual but you know with intent you know i would say rather intentional um you know are you know my prayer time um you know finding moments to get into the word um and, you know, there's a lot of things, man, that you and I have talked about um, because I'm very uh, kind of all over the place, you know. So <laughs> yeah, anybody that knows Kyle. In, like, just focus. Yeah, yeah um, anybody that knows Kyle, he, he got, I got to rein him in now and then we'll work together. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you, man, just the little things, you know, it's always the little things, man. And, you know, I was talking about doing first and tens. Mm. Um, I was just know, thinking and, that. And, and waking up and you know, getting into the word, but having, you know, Hey, list 10 things that you're grateful for, you know, what are 10 things? And I was looking through one of my journals the other day and I was finding days of first and tens, yeah. um, you know, and I think, you know, um, you know, as far as me with the habits, yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, the, the ones that I really put the emphasis on, um, are, you know, I, I would say spiritual related, um, because again, I think sure. that all of that is going to kind of have a trickle down effect into all aspects of your life. Dude, there's sure. been seasons with work, you know, where it is just, it's never ending, never going to get out of this. It's horrible. Um, but then again, I mean, it, a lot of those situations that are going on, there's only so much that I can actually do. I can right. focus on it. And I can put all of my attention and effort into focusing on it. But at the end of the day, man, there's not much that I'm capable of doing, you know, in certain right. situations. 
Um, but, you know, I do find myself at times going to bed with it on my mind, waking up in the morning with it on my mind, you know, and um, I think you and I could both, you know, agree that we take great pride in what we do as, you know, sure. men and as providers and as, you know, employees. Sure. Um, but, you know, at the same time, you know, um, not making, you know, not not allowing that stuff and all the noise to really kind of overpower the importance of what I should be focusing on. We've got to remember, yeah. man, you know, not to get crazy um, deep into the spiritual aspect of this, just the different areas of your life that the devil knows that he can attack um, sure. where you'll really kind of put your focus and, you know, the things that he knows that he can do to really kind of draw you off of what you should be focusing on and the things that are truly important. Um, so, man, I think every day just trying to, you know, be intentional with, with forming habits that, that allow me to, to kind of divert that attention and focus where it should be. You know, you know, you, you said something, uh, the word gratitude, and I, I will definitely say it's something I've observed about you is, man, there's times that uh, we've walked into the office or whatever, and you're like, man, I just have so much to be grateful for, man. Everything here, you know, and, and you know, me and your wife have talked about that. And, and uh, you brought up that first and 10, those, those gratitude journals. And that, that was a big habit for me for years that, you know, now on my shelves, I've got journals full of that first and 10 where, hey, I wake up in the morning and I just make a list of 10 things that I'm grateful for from the day before. And it doesn't have to be big things. It might be, man, I enjoyed that cup of coffee last night. Mm -hmm. You know what? I enjoyed, you know, getting to tuck my kids in bed. You know, I, I enjoyed getting to break up fights between my kids because you know what? I got, I got kids in my house that are screaming and yelling. And, and you know mm -hmm. what, when I don't have them, man, I miss that. And, mm -hmm. but just, and it can be big things, little things, but that, that mindset of gratitude. I mean, I've seen that's something that definitely defines you. Um, and, you know, I said, me and your wife talked about it, you know, gosh, 10 months ago of just, how much having a mindset of gratitude, you know, keeps you in check, keeps driving you, change, keeps you from being in that toxic mindset. So, oh, no doubt. Um, and I mean, like you said, you know, Becca, she is, um, she is, is huge with gratitude, you know, and really, you know, finding things to be grateful for. Um, and honestly, I mean, you don't have to look too far. I think you and I were talking about it the other day of, you know, just kind of, yeah, here at the house and, and you know, the situation, you know, that I came from and, and where I'm at now and the things that I have. And, you know, obviously I, I credit that to, you know, the favor, favor of the Lord in my life um, with the opportunities that I've been provided. But you know, just, man, I, the kids will be in bed. Becca will be in bed. Just walking through the house, just speaking of gratitude, man. And just, you know, um, you don't real you don't realize what you all have until you've lost it all, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I, I can't imagine, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to cut you off, but there's a question I wanted to ask you, you know, thinking about if someone's listening and this could be someone who they might not be dealing with, you know, who knows what they're dealing with? It, it could be, it could be divorce. It could be drugs or alcohol. It could be loss of a job. It could be depression. 
Uh, it could be they're miserable with themselves or something. But so with that in mind, if I ask you the question for just the average person listening out there today, how do I get better today? What does that mean to you? If I ask you the question, how do I get better today? It doesn't matter what you're going through, but I just ask, I'm kind of, I'm kind of simple at that, making it very simple. Mm -hmm. But if I ask you the question, just with all your life experience, how do I get better today? What does that mean to you? Well, I mean, for me, that means not sitting on your butt and, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of sulking in, in sadness, right? So things are going to add to us in life. And it's a matter of definitely how, um, you know, we react. So I think that, you know, having that approach every single day of, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm going to go out today and I'm going to kick butt and do the best that I can um, and see what happens. But then again, throughout the day, man, there's going to be growth, right? Um, if you're not allowing yourself to kind of, you know, sit back in your feelings and, and, you know, fall into a, you know, this state of lonesome pittiness, um, you know, self-pity, um, you know, I, I definitely look, uh, I think you and I have actually talked about this before as well, the whole 1% a day, you know, mm. going for 1% a day, I'm just going to get 1% better today. Um, what can I do? And, you know, you don't know what's going to happen throughout your day and the things that the Lord's going to place in your life, you know, whether that's you helping somebody and, um, or, you know, you, you know, learning at work or at home or, um, but man, I think the biggest thing is, you know, getting off our butts mm -hmm. and, you know, getting after the day. Um, it's so easy to kind of you know, get caught up in, oh, man, I've been working so hard and, you know, I deserve today and some, you know, some alone time where I can just kind of lounge around and watch TV. You know, that can I put a TV in the basement in the, in the gym area for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like if we're going to yeah. watch TV, we're going to be doing something productive while we're doing, it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, again, man, I think just, you know, uh, be, being aware, you know, also of, of, you know, the ability to get caught up in that. Um, well, I love how, I love how when I ask you questions, you know, I, I get Ricky Bobby pissing excellence and then just not sitting on your butt, you know? Yeah. And, and it's fun. It's funny. Like it, it makes you laugh as you say it, but it's so simple and true. You know, that'd be this complex thing. If I'm going to ask another one, ask, if I ask you the question, how do I enjoy life more today? What does that mean to you? How do I enjoy more life today? What does that mean to you? Yeah, that's a good question, man. And again, I think that this kind of goes back to I th a lot of this conversation. I'm sitting here thinking about it. I feel like kind of resorts to gratitude in a sense, hmm. um, you know, enjoying life. You know, I think, again, just being, you know, intentional and trying to kind of block out the noise because, um, man, it, it life is great, man. Right. It really is. Um, and, and, you know, I think, uh, you know, just every single day, you know, like you said, not everybody that, 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 you know, will hear this, you know, has some kind of, you know, uh, addiction, you know, whether it be drug addiction or, you know, whatever, but, but I feel that we can all kind of relate to, you know, being down and out and having seasons of life and, um, you know, just caught up in, in situations. And for me, man, I just think every single day about being better than I was before. 
And I feel like at this point in my life, you know, better than I was yesterday, right? It's kind of been a right. snowball from being this, you know, like you said, drug addict sleeping on a, on a concrete floor, you know, it's where we're at today, but that's every single day, man, me, me just trying to wake up and do better. There's plenty of days. There's been days where I've been at the office for 10 hours and I leave and I say, what did I really get done today? You know, um, how productive was this day? But man, just like that gut wrenching feeling when you, when you leave, and you realize that and you feel that um, you don't want to do it again, you know? Right. But I, I think just, you know, the human in, you know, in us, you know, those, those days are going to happen, you know, from time yeah. to time. I think it's realizing that. And I think it's, you know, being able to bounce out of whatever funk you're in or whatever's causing this thing, um, you know, to kind of get back on, back on course. Yeah, that that's huge, man. Like you said, bouncing out of that funk and just realizing, hey, man, I'm in a funk and I got I got to get out of it. You know, you got to take that ownership of it. And uh, you know, I've had plenty of moments like that over the last month or not month months, should I say, where you know, it's I'm like I'm doing one day I'm on top of the world. I'm like I'm untouchable. Nobody mm -hmm. can mess me. And the next day I'm coming to be like, man, I'm sucking today. And I'm in a funk. Mm -hmm. And but like you said, it's that being self aware. All right. I got to bounce out of this. And, and you're such a person that man, I love the energy that you bring, you know, man, I mean, there's days I'm like, you know, eh, I don't feel like getting after whatever. And then like, you just got this energy about you all day. And, and it's sometimes I'm so glad to be around you. And I, I feed off you and, you know, getting to interview you. Uh, it's weird because, you know, you're one of my, you're, you're one of my best friends, obviously. And I know so much of your story, but it's so neat to sit down and take some time to reflect on it and, and take a step back and all that. And, you know, as you get older now, you know, kind of wanting to wrap up in a little bit, but as you get older now and you look back to where you've been, what do you really value now? Like in your life, what, what do you value now? It's just, you know, you reflect back on everything. Yeah, I, I that's a good question, man. I would say that I value, um, obviously my, my relationship, um, with God. Um, but I think just relationships in general, um, mm. you know, and, and being able to kind of get out of the situation that I was in, um, you know, I, I see the value in who I choose to associate with, you know, um, and, you know, to think about the people that I was surrounding myself with before, you know, compared to the, the people that I'm, you know, very intentional about surrounding myself with now, um, you know, I think the value, you know, the things that I value are, you know, um, relationships, man, with, with, with the Lord, with my wife, um, you know, our marriage, you know, the value time with my kids. Um, there's, there's a definite, it's funny you brought up rest earlier. You know, I was, I, I had told you that I had led small group last week and we were t talking verses specifically around rest. Um, you know, man, there's things that I'm like constantly working on and trying to get better. And that's why, you know, even spending time doing this type of stuff, it allows you to kind of, you know, put a focus and, and 
realize the things that that you need to change and that you need to work on. Um, and one of those things, man, is obviously, you know, the the time that I'm spending traveling or the time that, you know, I'm at the house just being more intentional with, you know, the Becca or the kids or whatever it is. Um, so, you know, you and I, I mean, we can sit down and have these conversations all day. You know, we're no means perfect, right? These are things that we're constantly working right. on. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, when you, when you have an actual, you know, path, um, and goal in mind, I, I think that it, it allows you to focus on, you know, the things that you do value. Whereas before, man, there was nothing I valued. I didn't even value my own life, you know? Hmm. Um, so, you know, I think that that's, uh, that's a good question, man, because it, it really makes me think about the relationships that I have and the people in my life, um, you know, that yeah. helped me get to where I'm at. And, and yeah. I, I would say definite value for relationships, no doubt. Well, man, I, I love that. And I love especially where you said who you choose to associate yourself with. And, you know, as, as wrapping up, it's one of those things that you really do have to be so careful of because there's good people around you. There, there are good people in life. But then you can so easily let it slip. And, and, you know, usually you don't falter. You know, I heard an expression once. You don't just fall off a cliff one day. You're just you're walking towards an edge until one day you fall off and you're always taking one step. So be careful of what direction you choose to go. in. you know, nobody just gets to no, oh, I jumped off a cliff, man. You're stepping in one direction, little by little by little. And you can have good friends, you know, quote unquote, good friends who you think are good. But they might lead you all of a sudden down that path. It's like little by little. And then one day you right. wonder, how did I get here? Like who would have thought five years ago I'd be where I'm at today? And that's that's hit me. So I love the fact that you said, you know, who you choose to associate yourself with. The relationships is so much that you value. And, uh, you know, wanting to wrap up, you know, like I said, I, I could pick your brain from so much more. And I'd love to, to catch up more because I know we have some great deep topics, but I know we got to wrap up. And, um, you know, I want to thank you for your time, but I want to give you a couple of rapid fire questions real quick that I did not give you any type of heads up on. And it's just a, uh, just a little bit of quick rapid fire, but I know, I know fitness and exercise has been a big part of your mental game. So with your fitness, are you choosing running or are you choosing weights? Oh, weights all day, man. Running is, is like, ru running is like a punishment. <laughs> I, I should get more into it. Right. But you know the plane days, man. The, hey, on the line, you know, <laughs> line it up. That's just, uh, that's what I, I still know, hear. I know you're a suns out, guns out type of guy. Uh, are you choosing a night of rest, or do you want to go do something? Uh, it depends on the week. Depends okay. how crazy it's been. I would say for the most part, I want to do something, and Becca's usually the one that wants to put on like some kind of rom com and <laughs> right. sit back, you know. All right. Famous person you want to meet? Probably two. And in my right. mind, famous, right? I would like oh, to sit down uh, with with the Johns, John Piper and John MacArthur. Really? I think that that, yeah. I okay. think that would be a fun All time right. and great conversation. All right. Uh, who's been probably the best role model in your life? Um, You know, I, I got to say... I would say my dad. Um, okay. There's been a lot of trials and tribulations 
Um, I think, man, for the points that we're at in our life right now, though, I would say that he is, he's definitely the role model that I would look up to. That's awesome. Awesome. Favorite food. Ooh, any, any smoked barbecue. Dang, I thought you would have said like, you know, when we go to like the Asian faux place. Oh, yeah, absolutely, places. man. I think that, <laughs> so. Favorite food, though, I'm sitting here thinking, what could we eat every single day? Not that I could. Right. Hey, hey, I'm not, we I'm love not faux. Try- we love a good faux. I'm not trying to persuade you, man. But no, um, I just want to throw some rapid fire because you always you always got some interesting answers. So, but uh, man, I wanted to thank you again for your time. Obviously, thank you for your friendship. Um, I hope, hope people can, can re-listen to some of the things you've talked about. And again, you, you've been through an incredible journey, man, that I'm so proud of you on, um, from just being down in the pits of life and the darkness of life to just absolutely killing it and thriving, uh, in, in your family and your work, um, uh, just filled with so much energy, filled with so much gratitude, um, and, and just, man, it's just a, you're an infectious person to be around. So. I want to thank you for the time today, man. And uh, I know I'd love to have you have you on again and uh, and have you around. And uh, I definitely appreciate you, man. So thanks so much. Absolutely, man. No, I thank you so much. And if you don't mind, I got just going to take a minute. I've got a list of folks that I just wanted to thank. Um, Go for it. You know, for, no, I'm just kidding, man. Oh, see, and there, there's there's the randomness. I was like, he, he's he's an attack on about another hour, or so. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank so, you, man. You know, I love you like a brother, man. I love you to death. And I, all I appreciate, right. uh, appreciate you having me. You too, brother. I'll catch you soon, all right? All right, man. See you, buddy. See you buddy.